Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. One of the best things about living in Nashville is the musical surprises that life gives you. There was one show early in, this, in the year, in, in January. Uh, I forgot who I was covering, but it was in the basement. And I got there early that night. Um, for whatever reason, I got early. And when I, just from the moment you were parking the car, there was a buzz in the air. You know, not a parking spot available, lines of people out the door. You knew something was different. And uh, again, this was not, this was before the show I was going to see. Uh, I finally got in, talked to my friends at the staff at the basement, and they said, you better see what's happening inside. People were dancing. It was packed house. People, everyone had a smile on their face. It was a party of good music. I couldn't believe the energy in the room. And at the center of it was a singer-songwriter called Natasha Blaine. She was basically spreading magic in that room. And from the it was just like, wow, a star. So ladies and gentlemen, please to welcome Natasha Blaine on the show today, a mesmerizing vocalist, soulful stage presence, and one of Nashville's most acclaimed rising stars. She um, she sounds a lot like, you know, Ella Fitzgerald and um, uh, Amy Winehouse, and uh, that's kind of like the lineage that she comes from, a very important uh, jazz pop a hall that this city has, that America has. She's filling it up. Uh, her debut EP, I Fall In Love Too Easily, came out last year to a lot of media and fan attention. She also released a beautiful single late last year called Paris Again, a really nostalgic ballad, which is kind of like an emphasis on where her music is going to go in 2022. So we're super excited to have Natasha. She shares her great story with us. Um, you know, she grew up in Seattle, Washington, had a life-altering chapter in London where she really clicked on her musical destiny came to Vanderbilt University, um, kicked ass, and now she's, you know, filling iconic venues in Nashville, like Rudy's Jazz Club, The Basement, and so and, and so much and so forth. So stay tuned for Natasha Blaine. She's going to be around for a long time, guys. Uh, check out her website, www.natashablaine.com. If you're new to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please give us a review. Click subscribe. Those little things take 20 seconds. Helps us a whole lot. And let's get on with it. Natasha Blaine on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> how are you? Natasha Blaine, how are you doing? I am doing well. How are you? That compound, it looks so comfortable. Oh, like yeah. I've got blankets, like all my, the whole all my thing. blankets. You've got like six pillows on this couch, you know. Oh my god! What happens when (laughs) three girls live together? (laughs) Listen, whatever it is, you guys have the right idea, Natasha. But you know, Natasha, I have to tell you, the best things in life they happen when you least expect them. It's one of the best parts of living, quite frankly. And last month, here in Nashville, we stumbled early into this classic venue for my audience that doesn't live here, called the Basement, and the place was packed. I mean, like people were dancing. I mean, people were happy. And I was, as I was walking in, there was magic happening in the room. There was magic in the air. And at the center of it was you. 
you were creating magic on stage. It was unbelievable, Natasha. Oh my gosh. Well, it was honestly such I've met you at after my show when you hadn't even planned on seeing my set at all. And honestly, that was that was such a fun night and it was so special. And I'm I'm so happy that that you got to see that. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I mean, if I would have known, I would have been there since noon. But <laughs> oh I but, yes, but Natasha, that was a special night at the basement, wasn't it? It was so special. And you know, that was that was one of the first like real headlining shows that I've played. And it was better than I could have ever expected. You know, I've spent the past year really solidifying, you know, who I want to be as an artist. And I guess it's always like it's a constant evolution and a constant, constant process of growing. But the past year has been really amazing. And the first show that I played with, you know, the band that I have right now was about a year ago. So wow. yeah, it was about a year before, before the show at the basement that you saw. And it's just really crazy for me to think that like, I've made so much progress, like we've made so much progress. And it honestly and looked like you time. had been doing this for 40 years. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, absolutely. And I mean that, and I mean that wholeheartedly. It was unbelievable. And by the way, you know, your debut EP, um, I Fall in Love Too Easily, it's out now, as well as the single Paris Again, which you released late, late last year. Just beautiful, beautiful songs, Natasha. Oh, but to give like my audience just like a little bit of an idea of what I'm talking about, like just indulge me here. I mean, it's all beauty like this, all, the, all your songs. I love that one, but check this one out. I'm looking around the room at all these pretty faces and I just feel a little stuck. I mean, my chills have chills, Natasha. All one oh. after another. It is just magnificent stuff. Oh, well, I appreciate that so much. And yeah, that that EP, so that EP came out in June and that was a project that I was I was working on for like about a year and a half or so before before it came out and yeah, like you said, Paris again just came out in December, and December. I have so much new music that I am working on, and I just wait. I'm just so so happy that it's been so well received. You know, mm -hmm. like you never really know like how people are gonna perceive the the music that you put out, but I mean, I believe in it, and it just makes me so happy to hear that uh, your chills have chills. <laughs> No, but like the thing is, you have the goods. Like, like I've seen you live. I've heard your records. Now you can really freaking sing. Does it make you angry, Natasha, or like frustrated when you hear a record, like a pop record, and you kind of know the person can't sing? Like, does it feel like cheating to you? Like when they use auto tune or something like that? Like, hey, I can really do this thing. I don't need to lip sync a song. Uh, okay, that's a that's a hard question to answer because <laughs> I think you know auto. Autotune is a fantastic invention, fantastic. And I think certain artists have certain strengths. I, there are a lot of artists that I really like who aren't really good singers, but you know, they have, they have right. their thing. Like, you know, you mm. think about like Bob Dylan or something, like he's not going around saying that he's the best singer in the world. Good point. But, um, I mean, I think one of my strengths is definitely my voice and uh, yeah, yeah, I, it doesn't, yeah 
doesn't really bother me unless people are pretending that they can do the runs that they can't. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh my God. And how do you care for your voice, Natasha? Like what's your self-care? Cause it's, it's like, a, it's a gift that you have. Like, how do you care for your gift? definitely a lot of water is important mm. and that's something that I'm constantly working on um and beyond that you know I so I studied music in school and right. I took a ton of uh voice lessons and you know learned just so much about like the physiology of the voice and you know there's a lot of like warm-ups that are really important that I try to do regularly and just, you know, like making sure to get enough rest. Um, I'm not trying to sing for more than a few hours every day because I know that that doesn't do good things for me. Um, right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. But like you don't smoke. Right? I, I've noticed here in Nashville, like a lot of singers, a lot of my friend singers, they smoke. I can't believe they smoke, you know, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smoking is a very popular thing <laughs> to do here. I don't it's smoke. It's crazy. Yeah. But I'm like one of the only people who doesn't smoke. I know. It's almost like pure, like, should I be smoking? Like, what's happening here? It's yeah, like... honestly. Honestly, I'm like, I'm kind of like confused. Right. Should I start smoking? Like, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> right, right. I hear you loud and clear. Oh, my God. Too funny. And, and you know, Natasha, I mean, I can't imagine you doing anything else than what you're doing now and what you're pursuing. But as the story goes... I mean, you wrote your, your first song like in first grade. I mean, like since the beginning. I mean, you wrote it on a piece of paper, you tucked it in a drawer on your nightstand and you kind of hummed it along every night. Is that how it happened? Yeah, I mean, okay, this is like, this is pretty embarrassing. Great, my first better. song that I ever wrote, uh, it was called Life. And it was a song that I wrote inspired by the board game Life, which was my favorite game <laughs> in elementary school. And, you know, I can still, I can still think of it right now. Maybe one day I will tell the world how that song sounds, but <laughs> it was, yeah, that was, that was the first song that I wrote. And then, you know, from there, like, I, I would like to think that my songs got better. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but that's, I mean, the fact that you wrote anything at six years old, that was like singable. That's pretty epic you know yeah so, yeah yeah <laughs> I like to think so absolutely but you only really considered music as a career later like right like when you were like in college is that how it happened yeah yeah so so I'm from Seattle and right. I, I you know I grew up singing and and everything and like it really was you know my dream forever to to do music as a career but when I was in, when I, when I started college, I went to the University of Washington uh -huh. for a couple years. And that's a school that's in Seattle, like, you know, 15 minutes from where I grew up. And I wasn't studying music. I was studying English. I was really involved in the sorority and I was really involved in an acapella group. And nice. I loved my acapella group more than anything else. And I think that's what kept me from moving to a music city sooner mm. but um I ended up studying abroad in London right and I remember meeting people in London who were doing music full-time and that was really the first time that I had interacted with people who really were doing the thing <laughs> and it just started to get me thinking and I ended up moving to Nashville, I transferred to Vanderbilt University yeah. and moved here and immediately just started 
giving it a hundred percent and I haven't stopped. I take, it. I take it. Was there like an aha moment in London, Natasha? Like he's drumming. Oh, yeah. You think and I was like, you know, I was in the London bridge and that's when it hit me. I, you know, I'm going to do this full time. Was there like a moment? There, there was a moment and I, it, it sounds kind of like mundane. And I think in the moment I wasn't really like, oh, this is the moment of my life. But when I think back to it, it was, I was out with some of my friends on my study abroad program. We were at some bar. We started talking to this group of guys and they were like our age. And this one guy just starts saying like, oh yeah, you know, I was just writing a song with my friend and he's just talking about like, like all the things that he was doing that day, like recording something, like tracking guitar. And I was just thinking like, this is something that I could do. And yeah. I don't see why I wouldn't at least give it a hundred percent. He was just speaking your language. He was like, you were like completely in, like, like engrossed in that conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like, I was just like, this is, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I'm <laughs> glad you picked Nashville because, you know, and I, I think part of the cool thing you're doing is you're exposing people that aren't in love with jazz, like in music standards and for them to fall in love with it, you know, the way you did when you were a little girl. I, I, it, am I right? Like, I think this is a way, like one of your goals as an artist, or at least it's one of the things you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So I think jazz has been a huge part of my life. You know, my my grandmother taught us jazz music when we were like really young and I always loved it. And it's just, it's been such a huge part of my life. Um, yeah. And I got a minor in vocal jazz in college and I continue to like do some jazz gigs here and there. Um, but like with my artistry, I, I wouldn't consider my music jazz necessarily, but it's very much jazz influenced. And yeah, like you said, I think it's a way to get people who wouldn't consider themselves jazz fans mm -hmm. to really be grooving into something that's jazzy. Right. I love it. I love it, Natasha. And, okay. And you moved to Nashville, what, what was this, 2018? Yeah, 2018. 2018. And how's your experience been so far? I mean, there's oh a pandemic God, I... in the middle. <laughs> so I love Nashville. The pandemic definitely threw a wrench in things, but um, yeah, I mean, Nashville is just, it's just the perfect city. It's the perfect city for me right now. And I think like, it's such a great community of yeah. musicians and the culture is just so wonderfully collaborative and friendly and supportive. And there's also just so much talent here that it's stupid, it but it doesn't stupid. feel, <laughs> it doesn't feel like people are, you know, cutthroat necessarily. Um, and yeah, I mean, when, when COVID first happened, I did have to move back to Seattle for a few months, but I came back here. Luckily I was able to, so I've, I've been back here since like May of 2020. Yeah. But you're right. People don't understand that like, the, the level of talent in, in Nashville. Like, like they have to be here to experience that. You may have been the best in your school, in your community, but here you're just another talent, another very talented person. But um, yeah, but I'm, but I'm glad you're here because like you're definitely like standing out, you have a niche and like people are completely, like Natasha Blaney is like a house, it's becoming a household name. So we love that. And uh, I just love that you're all about good songs too. 
you know? Like, I don't get the sense that you're interested in, like, the trends of the moment or dancing or frivolous art. Like, you just want to sing and write good songs. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, that's, you nailed it. I mean, that's, that's at the heart of my music. And yeah. I, you know, I've, I, I love trends. I think they're really fun. But I think at the end of the day, for me, like, if something isn't speaking to me authentically and it's not really coming from my heart, I don't see a point in putting it out there. So yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. And um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. How do you know Natasha, by the way, because all your songs are amazing. You must have some amazing songs like recorded in your phone that no one has heard, but you, how do you know when a song like, like you said, like touches you, like gives you that like feeling, makes your heart sing. Like, how do you know? How do you know like that, you know, the Paris song over the other songs? You know, you just kind of know. And I, that is, it's so funny that you say that because I, I've been, you know, co-writing off and on. I, I am working on a new project right now. So I've been spending a lot more time recording recently, but I had a co-write today and I got that feeling. Mm. And it's, really hard to describe but it's just like it just feels almost like a sigh like it's just you said what you needed to say and you know that when people hear it they're going to feel the same way and it's almost like otherworldly it's just a it's just a really magical feeling amazing amazing natasha and i know you're gonna you're gonna perform a song for us uh we're really excited about it what song are you gonna perform for us uh and just like yeah what song yeah, so this song is unreleased. It is a song that I wrote a few months ago. It's called Heights. Okay. Um, and it's it's one of my more vulnerable songs for sure. How so? It's so it's about um, it's about falling in love, and it doesn't necessarily need to be with a person, mm. but it's about falling in love and feeling like you are at the height of your emotions and you're just yeah. so happy that you can't imagine what it would be like to come down from that. But the thought yeah. of coming down from that is terrifying. So it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a song that encapsulates a lot of what I experience, you know, with positive emotions. It's kind of like that, that happiness that has to end at some point. And it's something you know, that it's, I think I needed it, to say. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, everything dies. And, and we, I was talking this with some, everything dies. Everything in life has an ending. But that's what makes moments beautiful, you know? That's why, like, when you talk about London, when you talk about the school Vanderbilt, all this, when you talk about the basement and all, you know, Judy's, like Rudy's Jazz Club and people were dancing. These are, this is what makes moments beautiful. So I'm so happy you said that too. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know? yeah, that's so true. Oh my God. Well, Natasha Blaine, <laughs> you have said it all. Uh, I mean, we are, we're, we're big fans. We are buying all our stock in Natasha Blaine. This is like buying Netflix in 98. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like everybody, everybody get on, get on, get on the train early. There's still cushion space. You're not going to be able to get in soon. So Natasha Blaine, what a pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was Absolutely. wonderful. Absolutely. And we'll see you around town. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, Mom. 
was never much for falling in love Tried to keep my feet on the ground till you showed up And you messed things up Always had a plan Never wanted change But you blew it like a wind And you took me away You took me away Cause I been scared of heights but the view up here looks so nice you've got me feeling like I'm walking on a cloud rain underneath me now but I know everything that goes up must come down I just wanna stay
You've been listening to the J-Rod Concerts Podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.